up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation, broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. Here we are in the heart of Arlington County in Clarendon for the first time in 2019. It is Pace the Nation back and better than ever. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Across from me, of course, my co-host, Tess Strike. Tess, how are How's you? How's it going? It's good. Glad to be back in studio. Good to see you. I haven't seen you in, uh, It's. I mean, it's been a month. It's been a whole month. It's been a long time. Crazy. Happy New Year. Ah, happy New Year to you. Also, to my left, of course, it's William Docs. Docs, what's up? I have breaking news. <laughs> Already? Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris Farley won the Fantasy Football League. <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> The first time in 30 years he plays in about four or five leagues every year. This is the first time he's ever won did, a league. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. That's, a tr- that's a true fact. I have played... No, I didn't know it. I just said it. Well, I, I, I mean, it's, it sounds good mm-hmm. uh, to embellish that I haven't won a league, and I do play three to four leagues a year. You play too many leagues, <laughs> and you're terrible at all of them. And I... Finally, and it's not been 30 years. It's probably been close to 20. Um, you started playing fake football in uh, 18 years ago. <laughs> yeah, 18 years ago, and I finally won a league. So the, year, the year 2000. Yeah. Statistically. So 19 years. I, We're eventually you know, going to get I there. I was due. I was definitely <laughs> due. So I am, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because... Uh, it, it proves that, that uh, fake football is a fake farce. No, it's not. That was uh, brilliant mm-hmm. drafting and... Uh, managing of my team throughout the year. Uh, I'm glad you brought it up because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like congratulations. I, I, I would be congratulations brilliant. for real. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Even though it's fake and you have nothing to do with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the football season's almost over. Um, it's done. Uh, we, we yeah because uh, we we could talk a little bit about that. Nope. Though. We uh, nope. We we've got a lot to get into in today's show. I just want to make sure that everybody knows that Farley's. Uh, what that trophy is on Farley's... Uh, right, on my mantle. On the as, mantle, as, yeah. as you come into my house, mm-hmm. uh, it will be displayed prominently, mm-hmm. much to Julie's um, dismay. But uh, it's a... it's a, uh, I mean, that's one of my greatest achievements, I have to say. I agree with you. I think that's one of your greatest achievements, too. Um, all right. Well, a big show to get into. Uh, Docs, thank you for mentioning that. Uh, I got to catch up with you guys. Uh, last time I saw Docs... Uh, I think he might have been limping home from a run. Uh, so I was worried about him, and I think we were pushing his car somewhere, limping home from a run. So we got to get a running and car update from Docs. Okay. Uh, can't wait for that. Uh, okay, Bart Scott. Tess, Tess um, that's so inside that nobody will get except for Charlie Band. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tess, you've been away for the better part of this month and some of last month. Yeah, I was doing some jet setting. Yes. So we got we got to touch base on uh, where you've been and – where your travels took you and what you did. Uh, so excited to get filled in on that. Um, and then a number of other things to get into. It's just going to be the host today because we've got so much to catch up on and we need to set the table for the new year uh, f- for sure. So a lot to get into, including a company out there that Pacers carries that was involved in some ridiculousness on social media. Shall we say shenanigans? Shenanigans. And not great PR, but we'll talk about that. Uh, former guest has retired. Another former guest uh, was uh, in the news. We didn't break the news, but we'll talk about that news mm-hmm. this week. We couldn't talk about it a couple weeks ago. Or we should have ago. broken we the should've. news because we had the scoop. Yep. 
I've got a uh, feel-good story from Dox's hometown that uh, you guys know nothing about, but I'm just going to leave that tease there. I can tell you it's not about me. <laughs> uh, there is uh, some snow recently, uh, so we want to talk about that. Uh, where you're running, has the government shutdown prevented you from running in your uh, regular areas? So we can touch on the, the government shutdown. Uh, we always talk about New Year's resolutions on this show, so we'll even uh, not on New Year's. We'll touch on that. It's our first show since New Year, so we'll touch on that. Uh, and a couple running related stories. Uh, the Olympic trials marathon's been set, and then Sports Illustrated came out with a list. Oh my God! So uh, we got you go love your lists that as well. Uh, wow! Before we get into all that, I, I wanted to thank the listeners who reached out um, and were concerned. And mm-hmm. it, you know, wondering where we were, and well, you have every right show. to be concerned. You, you were. <laughs> um, well, we appreciate not uh, wrong about that. <laughs> you're, you're, we appreciate you wondering. We are back. Uh, we've got a ton of of great guests and shows planned for the new year. So uh, don't fear. It's just uh, the 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 team needed to break, and Tess was out of town, and. I don't know. My kid's sleeping in my bed with me, and I'm trying to get him to sleep in his bed, and it's just it's just a fiasco there. So, a lot of adjusting going on after the holiday. So, um, I wanted to say that we are back. Uh, we are excited to be back, and uh, I didn't get a chance uh, to do the holiday show with you guys. So I'm sorry that we missed that. But I did have something for the show that I'm opening up currently right now. I hope this has something to do with what we're doing because it's extremely distracting. <laughs> it's been going <laughs> on for about five minutes. Yeah, he's too. got yeah. scissors out. And like if you wonder why he's, he's just babbling a little bit, he's right. stalling because he can't open this package. <laughs> Am I um, filibusting? Yeah, I think you are. That, Can we get you a I'm phone doing? book? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I'm going to – I finally opened up what I wanted to open up here. So – I have a tube, a cardboard tube, and inside that cardboard tube is a map of the world. Good. So this map, you can scratch out. It's kind of like a, it's not a scratch and sniff map. Can you you turn it the other way so we can see the map? Although it It does have a a snow landscape. It Um, it does have a scent to it, but uh, you can scratch away. Countries, cities, places where folks from PTN have checked in from. That's awesome. This uh, is a Michael P. Miller gift. Yes, it, it is. That mm-hmm. somehow... That was misplaced. Yeah, it was misplaced. So okay. I had to... So I'm, I, I found another one that... Uh, another mm-hmm. map mm-hmm. that is perfect that we can scratch out places. So... Um, Please talk into your mic. Sorry. Uh, I was going to scratch out Arlington because we've obviously been to Arlington. <laughs> but I... Uh, I'm having a hard time finding on the map. I will tweet out a picture of the map. So uh, mm-hmm. this is Michael P. Miller's idea. I think it's a great idea. Well, not only was it his idea, he actually bought it and dropped it off while we were recording. Right, this. right. Yeah, but it, then it then it has uh, gone missing until today. We got to get a frame. We well, put it no, out. no frame. You scratch it off. No, but you can put it out without the glass, and we can hang it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. There is, there is you something. can do that. Yeah. So frame we will, only. Um, Friendly. We will get that in the studio. Uh, framed without glass and uh oh my god it's gonna go missing again we'll see where uh (laughs) we'll see where uh people have visited i seriously every day for like since whatever there's been 18 months every day for 18 months i'm like what happened to that map what happened to that map what happened to that map now what am i gonna complain about (laughs) you'll find something i'm sure oh i will 
Uh, so we have the map back. So that was what I wanted to give you guys for uh, for Christmas. That came in the mail uh, a couple a couple weeks ago, and um, I actually think this is. Uh, I think we're all going to go poison, get poisoned uh, by the fumes. Some it smells like here. I, it's kind of a weird scent to it, but anyways, yeah. it's it's similar it's to Mike Miller's berry. map. <laughs> but um, anyway, so we have that up. We will tweet out a picture uh, at Pace the Nation. All right, so so much to get into. Even though we don't have a guest, we have so much to get into. I don't know where to start. Do you guys have any? Um, do you have any opinions on where we should start, or should I just dive right I into? I honestly it? don't care. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll start with uh, where we left off, which was um, the Sensuitz interview. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to start there. I <laughs> see. I knew you'd find something <laughs> to complain about. Uh, the Sensuitz interview uh, was our last show, episode one seventy eight. This is okay. episode one seventy nine. Uh, you know, and, and to pull back the curtain a little bit, we had uh, Sensuitz's, Sensuitz, Matt Sensuitz, uh, who is the father of gold medalist, Matthew Sensuitz. And Matthew was headed to the Bowerman team, uh, mm-hmm. coached by Jerry Schumacher. And we had Matt in studio, and he seemed a little bit um, nonchalant about that announcement. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. No, he, he said it's okay. He's like, ah, it's fine. Go ahead and do it. And, right. uh, the guys that he brought with him were like, you can't say that. You can't say that. No. And he's like, no, no, no. It's fine. It's cool. It's fine. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Who cares? Yeah. And I guess it had been known for, you know, probably a month or two months that uh, probably the worst kept secret all at all of Nike that Matthew was going to Bowerman. And, um, you know, so coach was willing to break the news on Pace the Nation, mm-hmm. which I thought was a great idea. Oh, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. I was all for it. Uh, the guys he brought, it was um, a couple guys from the District Track Club. Their eyes got as big as saucers, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And uh, they didn't think it was a great idea, but Coach said, you know, go ahead and... Um, yeah, Coach is the coach. Yeah, go go so, ahead and go ahead and announce it. Yeah. So we finished the interview and we think, all right, we've got a nice little, you know... Little scoop. Scoop here. Yeah, which and 95% of our listeners won't care won't about. Won't care about, right, mm-hmm. that's true. But mm-hmm. at least, hey, we could make headlines. Right. You know, Um so, uh, Docs and I and Tess talked, and we said, you know, what should we do? Should we just plow through and go forward with it? And um, Docs came up with the idea of trying to contact Matthew. Uh, so I said, I don't really, you know, I, I could contact somebody who knows Matthew. So I, I contact Matthew, uh, or I contact Steve, one of Matthew's good friends. Steve used to work for us. And he said, well, let me contact Matthew, and we'll see if he cares if you announce it or not. After talking to Steve, Two minutes later, I get a call from Matthew Sensuitz on my phone, mm-hmm. and he's like, um, "Yeah, we're gonna need to edit that out." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, we had the scoop, and uh, that's why your nieces. No, those were our lawyers. Those were our <laughs> lawyers, <laughs> right? Uh, our in-house counsel stepped mm-hmm. in, and, and mm-hmm. so that's kind of to pull back the curtain on on last. Uh, you know last what they episode. did? You know what the lawyers did? They mm-hmm. they instead of playing good cop bad cop, they played good lawyer bad lawyer. I don't know if anybody picked up on that, but I think that's I brilliant. I think I, that's brilliant. I didn't pick up on that, but I think that might be the first ever good lawyer, bad lawyer performance. Yes, uh, and I give them a big hat tip. It, it was funny that last, uh, just so everybody knows, uh, last uh, happy hour. If you didn't go to the happy hour, we had a great mm-hmm. turnout. Uh, we went around to the hundreds of people who were there and asked what their mm-hmm. favorite show was, and. Uh, many people thought that your nieces was the be- was one of yeah. the best shows that, that yeah. we've ever had. Yeah. So um, glad to have our lawyers or whoever they were, whoever they in, were, yeah, check in again. That was boy, they're cool. expensive. Yes. 
Uh, so that was our um, our our last uh, last show. And if anybody wants to stick around to the Easter eggs, maybe we can play the Matthew announcement in an Easter egg on this show. I think that's a great idea. Hope it's still have it. All right, so. Uh, I'm just going down my agenda here. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that happened in the running world, at least in the specialty running world, uh, this past week was a PR nightmare from uh, one of our, our companies that we carry. Do you know what who Gooder sunglasses are, Docs? I think so. Those are the sunglasses everybody's crazy about. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it, I think it, we talked about those at the Marine Corps Marathon. Yeah, they, yep. We, we sold them at the Marine Corps Marathon Expo. Yeah. We sell them. Uh, the, in 2018, we sold them for the first year, and it was they were amazing. Um, you know, it was an amazing new product, and all running stores across the country have uh, sold them extremely well. Well, they are, I'd say, uh, a little bit edgy, and their owners are. But I think uh, they're upfront about it. You know, oh yeah, who, who they, they are. are. It goes down to the product name, their yep. social media presence. They're not hiding. It's, their behavior. And I, Gooder is G-O-O-D-R. Mm-hmm. I don't quite understand what that means, but it is kind of... Isn't know. it like it's it's better? Right. Yeah. Except it's Gooder? Gooder. Yeah, exactly. I, and I, then it's spelled I, I wrong guess. because Again, anybody who would their use ed- that word... Speaks to their edginess and their... Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you're, you're exactly right. They're, they're speaks to their education. Uh, so uh, I'd say it was uh, a, a week before... New Year's, maybe maybe around the New Year's holiday, uh, there's a tweet that went out. And let me read uh, the tweet about one of their new pair of glasses. Always the best part of the show is when you're reading. All right. So the tweet was about one of their new glasses, the Pineapple Painkillers is the name of the glasses. Um, and Gooder tweets, and I'm quoting this from Gooder. Ah, refreshing. Frozen drinks require two things, pineapple garnish and crushed Vicodin. The perfect before... During and after shades, these bad boys in tropical blue and yellow were made for your beautiful sweaty face. After all, recovery starts with lounging and painkillers. And there's a picture of the glasses, some crushed glass, and uh, some spilled Vicodin on the um, on the crushed glass or on the broken glass. Okay. So uh, this was this was tweeted out. Let me see that picture because I and. and uh, it, it, it was like a firestorm of feedback uh, right afterwards. Uh, one of the more interesting things was um, Kara Goucher, who's sponsored by Gooder, mm-hmm. immediately liked the post. You know, mm-hmm. she was going through and liking all the posts from Gooder. And was it her it. or her team? Do you know? It, it was her. It was her. It was her who liked it. And she later on said that she was going through and just liking all Gooder posts and she's sponsored by him. Um, Again, I you know not in good taste, and the fact that they are like totally tone deaf to to you know send that that out on a tweet and an Instagram post is kind of ridiculous. But I also I'm not surprised by it. Right. I think is it a good tweet? Is it a good tone? No, and they did issue an apology. But I think that if you look at their other product, if you look at the context of the brand, it makes sense. Yeah, something well, was bound to happen eventually. I'm not worried about well, it. Well, the, the initial apology, and I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not worried either because I'm with you. They they are who we thought they were. Um, you oh, know the bears. <laughs> no, this, <laughs> the good, gooder, gooder sunglasses. I mean, they and, and the initial apology was like from their spokesperson, which is a flamingo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said squawk squawk. Uh, I'm sorry, we flocked up. 
you know, and that was what their apology was. Mm-hmm. Oh um, no, I saw the like the full issue one later that they did on. Later. But oh. their first reaction was that, mm-hmm. and I that's my problem. And you can you can tell me what their later on apology was, but their first reaction was to take wasn't it was was to not take it seriously, even though there was a firestorm of responses. Mm-hmm. I think they were probably prepped for any of this to happen with any of their other names. This is not their first pair of glasses that's in reference to more adult behaviors, right. should we say? So right. honestly, this reaction could have happened to any one of their product names that didn't have a post associated so with it. So you don't it. really have a, uh, too much of a problem with it. I don't think it's great, but I'm not surprised. And I think big picture, it's not an issue on my radar that I'm going to okay. spend too much time thinking about. Farley, who, who runs people's social media accounts? The president of the company? No. No. They all hire like a 23-year-old no, right. right out of school. Uh, and so when they have to issue the first apology through social media, which has to be immediate, it's just like it's somebody, you know, it's like some 23-year-old. It's not It's not the head of the company. And then the formal apology comes from the head of the company or, or comes from the, the bigwig. Yeah. And well, so they, they probably have something available right away that's 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 made up, and they say, hey, uh, issue something on social media while we talk about this. Well, I, I guess I wasn't impressed with their first um, response, and I always believe that it's the first response. Is, you know, you mess up, but it's how you respond to it. But, I just think it was something that should have escalated who's doing to that? the president or the top of the ladder. Yeah, but probably, probably at the top of the ladder. They probably said, okay, let's get on top of this, issue something on social media. Okay, yes, uh, yes, we will do that. Uh, then they say, okay, and let's do this, and let's talk about this, and let's get the lawyers, let's write something up. So they, they probably did say go issue something on social media. But the person who was responsible for issuing it probably – doesn't have the experience of, of issuing okay. all these formal apologies. To me, this speaks more of the problem with uh, the immediacy of social media anyway. I think it also speaks to how quickly they've grown as a company. You know, right. they've gone from this small kind of niche brand with these kind of risque titles and, and approach to doing business, and then they've exploded. So it's a little bit more household. It's supposed to be a little bit more family-friendly potentially. You know, if you look at, you know, I've seen kids wearing these glasses that are named things that kids probably shouldn't have access right. to. And in some ways, maybe they've grown beyond that and maybe should start thinking about something else. But, you know, that's, that's kind of the risk that they've played exploding in the last year or so. All right. So you guys don't have as much of a problem with it. Okay. That's I fair. don't like it. Okay. But I, I think they made a mistake. Okay. I think that they eventually got it right. And I don't think that we need to dwell on everybody's mistakes constantly. Agreed. What was their apology? Was there a, oh, they had an a, official apology? A I mean, full statement to, posted you out. You don't have to read it. But you were, you, you were sufficiently happy with the, their Yeah. They, well, you know, they said they missed the mark. It's pretty boilerplate. But okay. I think it's... All right. You know, they've addressed it. Time to move well, on. All right. What do you think, uh, listeners? Uh, tweet us at Pace the Nation. I, I, I just thought it was... was pretty ridiculous and i just don't think that their response was great but all right you guys maybe you two could convince me that uh, i agree this this is what i will say we we spend way too much time being outraged over everything i agree agree. i'm not taking them out of the store we're not taking them out of the stores i mean you know it's a good product and um i don't think we're going to carry that that pair of glasses the painkiller pineapples or whatever but that'll show them (laughs) Anyways, all right, uh, all right. I'm I'm glad to get your take, your guys' take on it. Um, 
you know, I, I think that I think Kara Goucher initially what did had no idea how to respond but, either. But even that's a, a a social media miss as well. That that she's like not even paying attention. She's not even aware, and she's just like. And that's what she said in a tweet. She said, "Listen, I'm just liking all the tweets and or Instagram posts of my sponsors. I didn't even read it." Um, and then she initially said, "Hey, I got to wait for them to tell me what to say," which I thought was, and I think she deleted that tweet, which I was not impressed by. Yeah. Um, because you know, I mean, let's be honest. People's, I mean, painkillers are like a. a epidemic in this mm-hmm. co- i mean it's a, they're like not yeah it's a serious not, yeah, issue it's a serious issue so um you know so she she later on she shouldn't responded. have to like she should know better she should honestly she's been I, in the I, game I long enough exactly that's where i wasn't too impressed but to her credit she did sort of correct that and then because she was i mean she's probably like enjoying her saturday or whatever it was i think it was out on a saturday she's probably then, waiting for her her adult grilled cheese to be <laughs> right. served at the cafe that she right. was having lunch at right and in that that moment where adam was you know in the bathroom she's just like oh, i'll just take care of some business and like yep. some stuff on social media yep again old old man docs this this is why social media is a joke yeah. yeah, I mean, none of this is addressing the opioid academic in right. any ep- academic. Oh my gosh, epidemic. Who yeah. am I turning into? Me. Yes. <laughs> in any way. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's not bringing up the conversation in a way that it's productive. So, yeah. move on. All right. So we will move on. Um, move uh, on. I, I, I was just interested in you guys, uh, but we do have a lot to get to. So, I, I um, wanted to. Uh, I think that happened on a Saturday that I was traveling to Philadelphia. Um, so I, that was entertaining to me as I was on the train on the way up to, to Philly, uh, went with, uh, some folks from the New Jersey marathon, Hillary, our race director, uh, her husband does sponsorships for the Philadelphia 76ers. And we went with, uh, Deodora to a, uh, it was me and Kathy, um, and a couple other folks from the New Jersey marathon went to a Sixers game, had a great time, uh, at the Sixers game. And, um, I had to take the train home that night, and this is where um, the feel-good story from Dox's hometown comes. Uh, Dox's hometown, of course, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. has the roots for all the uh, the the Philadelphia teams. Yep, um, except for the Union. I like DC United. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm on the tr- on the train on the way back. I take the last train out, 10:30 train. Uh, I'm sitting there uh, 10 minutes before uh, the, the the train comes. No seats are available, so I sit on the floor. I sit on the floor. Just like your son on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> so I sit on the were floor. Were you blocking an aisle? Did you on, have were you playing with trains? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. I had my phone, my wallet, and keys, and that was it. So I sit on with, with my wallet in my back pocket, sit down on the floor, what I think is in my back pocket, and I think it was maybe in my jacket pocket. My wallet falls out of my uh of my jacket or my pocket yeah left there on the 30th street station floor so i run catch my train not realizing i get about 15 minutes into the into the the train ride and i'm thinking my wall is not here Uh, Mm -hmm. so so just just so that i can paint the picture i thought you were on the 
I thought you said there was no seats on the train. So you were sitting on the ground I'm sorry, at no the train station. At the train station. Oh, right, okay. Right, 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 right. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So no seats at the train station. Okay. So uh, And I, so your wallet falls out in the train station. Correct. You get on the train and the train takes off. It's probably 30 minutes into the ride. So I'm mm-hmm. like, do I get off? It gets off longer the, and longer. Right. Well, I, it was a point where it was like, do How I get- How big was the fish? <laughs> do, I get, do I get off the train right now and then take an Uber all the way back to the station to see if it's there? Or Can I, I interject just, it for yes. a second? Remember when we got on the train in Germany to go to uh, from Gelsenkirchen to Cologne? Have I, have and I told this story? Before? No, we haven't told camera. this. Yeah, and Farley leaves his camera uh, in Gelsenkirchen somewhere, so he goes back to the hotel. He, he goes. He leaves. He goes back to the hotel where we stayed. So his five friends are going to another city in a country he doesn't even know what country we're in. The most directionally <laughs> we challenged don't have person cell on phones. Earth. Yeah, no cell phones over in Europe at this time. We were using walkie-talkies, which had a range of about 60, 70 feet. Yep. <laughs> uh, Gelsenkirchen and Cologne are more than 60, 70 feet. So. Something similar happened before in another country, well, I and you got off the train I got at the, the train. next stop. Well, I well the, here's here's the deal. and and I will say he gets off the train. He tells the conductor it's an emergency. He needs to stop at a stop that's not there. That train stops. Yep. The the train is now behind schedule for the first time in seventy six years. <laughs> a German train is behind schedule. The German economy collapses as a result. But Farley did find here's, the camera. Here's the deal. The mm-hmm. reason why I didn't jump off the train is because I had to get home because Julie had the kids mm-hmm. and I had to get home. And if I if I I was like if I go back to the station then. I'm not sure it was how last, I'm it was the last that train, was the last to train out. Yeah, that was the last train out at 10:30. So mm-hmm. it was me taking Uber all the way back. What's that? A $500 Uber? Um, to finish Another your, story. No to, Uber there. Too. To finish your story. <laughs> to finish. No, this is. See, we're we're conflating two stories here, which is making it confusing. Let's finish the Germany story real quick. I did go back to the hotel, found my camera, you found the camera, went to the sports shop, yeah. talked to the guys <laughs> at the sports shop, and I think that's yeah. what it was called. I knew the hotel we were supposed to go to. So they said, oh, we're headed that way. I got in a car, the scariest ride of my life, because they went about 200 miles an hour mm-hmm. on the on the Autobahn, Autobahn which yeah. everything's called the Autobahn. I didn't had I had no idea. So they they fly. It was I, like highway. I, I yeah. I you think you think we're talking about like on ninety five? Right. No, no, the no. autobahn is like. But there are highways the highway. with speed limits and highways without. This speed had limits. no speed limit. The guy was going nuts. So <laughs> I beat them to the hotel and I get there. Um, but that's not true. Well, I, I beat you guys too because I went to that guy's house. I went oh, to his yeah. house, which also is kind of weird in and in, in <laughs> retrospect. I went to this random person's house, hung out, had a beer with them, and then met the guys at the hotel with mm-hmm. my camera. But, but like, can- what a resounding recommendation for for a city to travel to. Yes. Like, yeah. how kind are these locals? But can I can I throw in one one small detail? Yes. Uh, Farley did end up at the right hotel, but this is the most amazing thing. We had an itinerary, and the hotel address that we had on the itinerary was a different hotel. Yes. Because because and this is a whole different reason, but I don't know how you found the hotel. I don't know. It because was the, we, we actually were staying at a different hotel than we thought we were staying at. The guy at. from the sports shop. Was it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. Stuff tends to just work out. Okay, so let's go yeah. back to Philadelphia. Okay, so Philadelphia. back to Philly. I mean, that, that whole trip is deserving of uh, mm-hmm. uh, a whole podcast, uh, yeah. a 10-season podcast on its own. All right, so back to Philly. So I decide to stay on the train even though I don't have my wallet. I call the train station. I do get somebody, but they said everybody's gone from that station, so you're going to have to call them in the morning to see if it ends up in Lost and Found. 
So I get home and have, you know, a restless, anxiety-ridden night's sleep because mm-hmm. I don't have my wallet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got all these credit cards, my license. I have some cash in there. Only like 20 bucks or something of cash in there. Uh, had. Had. And, and uh, I've not heard up, this story yet. Wake, I'm just wake up the next morning and I call the 30th Street Station. You didn't cancel your cards? Did not cancel my cards. Wow, that's a no, lot of faith. I know. Did not cancel my cards. So... Wake up, call the 30th Street Station, ask to talk to them at Lost and Found. They opened at 7 a.m. that Sunday morning. Woman gets on. She's like, oh, let me check. Goes away for five minutes. I'm like, this is the uh, this is the longest of long shots, she said. Mm-hmm. She comes back on. Yep, got it right here. It's like, what? <laughs> How fortunate. So that is the feel-good story from mm-hmm. your hometown that my wallet was there and she said you got to pay 12 bucks i got julie's card paid 12 bucks you like just take it out of the wallet (laughs) 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 i don't know if you know this man but you have my wallet uh (laughs) mailed (laughs) mailed and then so she mailed you charged me more than 12 bucks you have my credit cards which aren't canceled (laughs) uh then she she mailed it yeah because any reasonable person would have canceled their cards by then. no didn't 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 that that sound like a lot of hassle (laughs) so Here's the, here. Okay, so the second part of the story that I wanted to get into. But can so, I jump in real okay, quick? All right. Uh, just compare and contrast New York to Philadelphia. Uh, I lost a book on the train when I went to New York once for the New York City Marathon. Mm-hmm. And when I called the station, they didn't. They never answered the phone. And then uh, they don't have voicemail. So I called and called and called. And then finally, uh, the guy just rudely told me, you're never seeing that book again. <laughs> Wow. They didn't even look. <laughs> Philly. Yeah. City of so, brotherly love. Yes. So so somebody did find my wallet, uh, unlike your book. Uh, oh, somebody read my book. <laughs> puts it in. I'm surprised when I called, they didn't just tell me the end. Well. He says, you know what, sir? Uh, the hero they dies were, they were on probably page reading 366. As you, yeah, as, you were, yeah. as you were calling them. So the wallet is with them. They said they're going to mail it the next day. Mail it Monday morning. Give me a tracking number. Um, so here's here's where I, I wanted to, 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 to kind of tell the second part of the story. So I don't know if it's because of the government shutdown. I want to talk a little bit about that as well. Mm-hmm. But my wallet, you, they, I, I have a tracking number. I see my wallet go to Denver. Then it goes <laughs> like to, to, to Minneapolis and then it makes its way to Arlington. I finally got it today as we record a week and a half later on Tuesday the 15th. No way. I got my wallet. You paid 12 bucks for that? From here to Philly? And it wasn't rush shipping for 12 bucks? 12 bucks. It went to Denver and Minneapolis and finally back to Arlington (laughs) with the 20 bucks in there. And you still didn't cancel your cards. Fully intact. Everything fully intact. So somebody picked up that wallet and uh, gave it to Lost and Found and didn't didn't take anything out of it. Nothing. Not even your four-leaf clover. Nothing. Not even that. Hmm. So... Here's the interesting thing, though. I went all of last week, the interesting thing to me, I went all of last week without a wallet. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I didn't miss it at all. At all. Like, Did you need to purchase anything? All the time. Yeah, but did you just use Julie's Apple card? Pay. Apple, Apple Pay. Apple Pay is, is so prevalent, you don't need anything other than your phone now. Here's, I got a million-dollar idea, too. If, if we can figure out, and I'm just throwing it out there to people, the one thing I needed was my ID. I bought beer one time and they didn't card me. Uh, I thought they might be going to card me. I went to a bar mm-hmm. one night, didn't card me. Um, if we could get somebody to make us 
an ID that would check out with the DMV and all that stuff and have it on Digitally your Digitally would be too easy to forge. Yeah. Like, I, I, the, that's what, you got to figure that out. Figure out how to not forge it. I, you don't even need it. The wallet industry would go to nothing. Oh, you're trying to run somebody out of business, are no, you? Not. <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't need a wallet. I'll tell you what, I don't have a wallet. I have a money clip. Well, you don't need a money clip either. That would go out of business as well. How did you get on the Metro? I have a Metro card that I... Um, that, keep in your wallet? That I didn't keep in my wallet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Metro cards digitally as well. That's they what could we, do that's that. What we need. Mm. But if you can get your ID and, you know... You but then if you're going to do that, then everybody needs... Uh, Kyle from Adidas to give them one of those phone chargers. Chargers, right, right. Well, Kyle, make <laughs> make up three hundred million get more. Busy. Yeah, <laughs> phone chargers. But I truly did not need my wallet, and that was the lesson of the week. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was it was pretty liberating because I do always have my phone on me if I'm gonna run or whatever. Um, but now, what happens if you leave your phone on the floor of the Philadelphia train station? I'd rather lose my wallet than my phone. That's no, but that's not the, what I'm saying. Is you it, what happens when you lose your phone? I won't. I'd probably lose my kid before I lose my phone. <laughs> That's how attached to my phone I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not taking Apple Pay, if which, you want, which if you want truly liberating, you for the record, Pacers does it. But, we, yeah, <laughs> but I would suggest getting <laughs> Apple Pay um, because uh, this is the wave of the future. This is the wave of the future, and we will have Apple Pay soon. After my experience this week, um, no need for a wallet. So. Uh, at least that's my opinion. Uh, it was it was it was pretty cool to not have a wallet this week. I just selected places to go that had Apple Pay. That's it. Um, so if we can figure out, Docs, get get your engineering friends to work on this uh, digital ID. I think we got something there. I think we really do. Uh, that you can't forge and all that stuff. Um, so I think my ID probably took a week, a week longer or a week and a half, whatever it took, because of the government shutdown. Um, at least that's what I'm hypothesizing. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, the U.S. Post Office was part of the shutdown. I, I don't know. Aren't they government employees? But the the government. It's only a partial shutdown. My, okay, I don't look into my hypothesis. I just you know just mm-hmm. put it out there. I put them out there, and then I I don't research them. <laughs> I but know that TSA was was scaled sure, back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, maybe Postal Service might have been sh- uh, scaled back. Can I just well? point one thing out? Yes, political. Go ahead. Nobody's going to like this. Oh, do man. we do Here we, we want to be political or not? No, but uh, go ahead. Now that you're uh, toothpaste out of the tube, go ahead. Well, I don't understand why we're shutting down the TSA agents when we're preaching border control. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. whole Coast Guard situation. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anything about that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's probably a good question. You, you bring up good questions, but so I wanted to bring it back t- to running since this is mm-hmm. a running podcast, sort of as it relates to the government shutdown. Mm-hmm. Um, it snowed here in the last few days. Mm-hmm. Finally, because of the government shutdown, we're not allowed to run. <laughs> <laughs> we have all been right. furloughed. I actually think there's been more people out running because of the government. A lot shutdown. of people have a lot of free time. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think there's more mm-hmm. people running, more people shopping. So you're before. in favor of this shutdown. <laughs> well, I think eventually <laughs> they're going to stop shopping once they're not getting paid. But anyways, that's that's not what I want to bring up. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the snow around here. Uh, you know, when it snows like it did, it probably what eight nine inches. It was a lot. A lot. Yeah. So. Um, you know, they, they do a great job in Arlington of plowing the Custis Trail, but the best trail uh, that is always plowed immediately mm-hmm. is uh, the trail that parallels the 
the canal. Is it the Capitol Crescent? Yes, the Capitol Crescent Trail that parallels the canal is always plowed by Park Service. And you can go from Georgetown to Bethesda and have a clear run. And that's about five miles out, five miles back. But since the government isn't working, mm-hmm. uh, they, they haven't plowed that. Well, um, Farley, the government never is never working. <laughs> you mean while the government's shut down. There's right, a difference. Right, while well, the government yeah. shut down. Because even when the government's not shut down, it still doesn't work. Am I right? There's clowns in Congress. <laughs> Uh, we need he, like a, how does he stay topical like w- that? We need we need like a uh, what is it to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I yeah. think that that one is a one of the clown horns. Rim do, shot, do, do, do. Oh, a clown horn. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've I've been going out on the Custis Trail. Fortunately, that's been mostly plowed, although it iced over a little bit today. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys been out running? No. No, you haven't been. All right, you <laughs> just you just got back. We but we're gonna get into where you were. The Doc, WNOD trail is clear. It's clear too. They, they yeah. did a good job on that. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't follow Run Washington mm-hmm. on Twitter uh, or social media, you should because I saw all of the updated trail clearings from that Twitter account. Yes, and Charlie was able to mm-hmm. help out my wife. Julie had to get her crew on some sort of dry land and. Mm-hmm. He knew Haynes Point was the place to go, and that's where they went and did a workout today. Nice. So, uh, yeah, the snow has been um, I, I, it's been it's been a little bit of a damper on people's run, and it looks like it's going to snow again. So we yeah. get zero yes, snow last when? year. <laughs> when zero is the next snow. snow day? This weekend, I think. I think this weekend again. Oh, it's zero always snow. the weekends. I know zero snow last year, and it's going to snow again. I so. hate the winter when there's no snow. Mm-hmm. Oh, not me, not me. Um, so hopefully uh, everybody's able to get out to the to the uh, get out there and run, and I think that's a good idea. Docs, follow Run Washington, yeah, and he'll uh, let you know where to run. Here's a PSA: uh, as I watch a car across the street try to parallel park, mm-hmm. uh, they have a very healthy amount of snow still on top, top of, of the of car, car right. and covering the back window. How do you see out of your rearview mirror? How are you parking that your car right now? Uh, if you're if you're going to drive your vehicle, you need to clear all of the snow off, off of all of the car. Even I know that. Come Not on. just the front windshield. Yeah, okay. Come on. So everybody at Pace Nation listeners, we expect you to 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 rise above the norm here. Right. All right. Uh, thank you for that PSA. Uh, yeah, that snow could fly off and hit people in the exactly. That, that's not safe. <laughs> all right. So. Um, Tess, was it snowing in Germany when you were there? It snowed for one day. One day, okay. And we got a little flurry, but not much, really. All right, so Docs just shared a story where uh, we were in Germany. Where were we in Germany? Uh, and at that part, I know we... Where did we go? Yeah. We, we went from Gelsenkirchen to Cologne. Is that anywhere? Nowhere we close. Nowhere close. Um, right. I was visiting one of my best friends. I'm who looking <laughs> on the map here. Let me see if I can find where that. I don't think it's zoomed in close. Name yeah, okay. name the city that you went to. Um, I was staying in a village in between Mannheim and Heidelberg. Wow, nice. Finally, we went to Heidelberg one day. Okay, that's yeah. where we took that bus around the city. Oh, all right, I do remember that with the mm-hmm. the castle, the, the ruins. And there. we went in the and castle. we went in the castle. And that we did a really track race there. Yeah. Really? Yeah, in the um. 
the the gardens of the castle. We did our own track. Those paths. Yeah. It, yeah. it looked like an old cinder track. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we were like staging photos okay. and videos of so track. So I can, I can relate to the Heidelberg. Very cool. So why? She didn't go to Heidelberg. She was near Heidelberg. I went to Heidelberg for a... Why, mm-hmm. I mean, you visited yeah, I wasn't it, but that's sleeping not in the staying. castle. Yeah. So wh- uh, wh- why did you go... Uh, why did you take this vacation holiday trip to uh, Germany? Yeah, I was visiting one of my best friends who was from there. Okay. Um, and it was a great time. Went and spent time with him and his family. Um, did some sightseeing. It's a part of the country I've never been to before. I've spent a lot and of you've time. You've been to Germany? Yeah, okay. I used to live in northern Austria, so I've seen a lot of Bavaria and the kind of the east side of the country in the southeast, uh, but I haven't been to the western part where we were. All right, and were you, you weren't there for Christmas. You said you were just Left after Christmas. Left the day Christmas. after Christmas, and so I went for what was supposed to be Sylvester or New Year's Eve, um, but I got a horrible stomach bug the night oh. before and spent most of the New Year holiday on the bathroom floor oh. <laughs> oh. just like everybody else <laughs> yeah just just a little earlier than usual mm-hmm. uh, so, ahead of schedule so uh how was new year's eve and well besides your sickness how was new year's eve and she doesn't know she was she had food well, i mean it's a big deal over there right i mean it's the same yeah thing. Is it's there a like huge a ball deal. drop is there, um, like there isn't a ball Ryan drop Seacrest there on? is a firework okay and think like okay I knew going into it was like, okay, New Year's Eve, big deal, lots of fireworks. Mm -hmm. And it didn't really dawn on me until I was there standing in the street at midnight with a nice little glass of champagne, Mm -hmm. which that went down easy. (laughs) Um, And there's just fireworks everywhere. And the big ones that like shoot up completely 30, 40 meters into the sky. And everyone's blowing them off in their backyard. Oh, that's cool. And the neighbors are all standing around like, no, it's it's much quieter than it usually <laughs> is. And I'm just standing like, this is incredible. Right. Like it's inc- like everyone is blowing off these fireworks. And we were just in a small village, not even in a big town. And not even like the New Again, York City. Again, what was the name of the village? Um, we were in a village called Neckerhausen. Mm. Even Docs is stumped. <laughs> no, I used to live in Germany. I know. I know everything Germany. about Germany. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you yeah. I loved it. But my, my friend that I was visiting, we actually met at a Caps game. Mm. Um, so we met at the Stanley Cup final. And so we turned around and so we went to a hockey game in Germany. I thought that would be fun, you know, kind of get both Very sides cool. of the coin. Mm-hmm. And because they don't have a local soccer team, they're all really into the hockey team. And went there. And I feel like I've experienced a different planet of hockey where instead of the normal hockey crowd you're singing like you're at a soccer game and there's drums and it's loud and it's got this great energy mm. so i think you know capital one arena is super fun to go to but this is just on another Next level. level yeah and then beyond that i feel like i've reached a point with stadium food in my life right where i can never go back so we went in there you start with a nice little aperitif there's an appetizer spread it's beautiful. There's chefs around. I don't remember this when we were in <laughs> Germany. For we went to the World Cup. I don't remember this. We one. went no. to um, chefs. Yeah, at a arena. Oh, it's beautiful. Wow. You have a great dinner. You have a little espresso afterwards, and then since they won, there's a champagne toast afterwards. Wow, very cool. Um, hockey league in Germany. Do you know the name of the hockey league? No, I okay. don't. It was the uh, Adler it, Mannheim. It's team. some sort of professional it's, league. Over it's there. probably okay. the Bundesliga. Okay. It probably is. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like something docs would know. Well, that's awesome. Very, very cool. Um, so you had a you had a great time, other than your your illness. Yeah, it was a it was a fleeting moment of illness. Well, maybe she enjoyed her illness. How, <laughs> how many uh, how many it's hours? Very presumptuous of you. How probably. many hours difference is Germany? Six. Then six there hours. So did you? So 
you you experienced 2019 for you. <laughs> now we're getting into some real like time and all that stuff that we do. Time travel. With, yeah, that, that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of wacky. So that makes her older than us. It does. It d- yeah. Uh, but you didn't see any of the any of the American, like you didn't see Anderson Cooper making a fool of no, himself. No, I didn't get up at six in the Wait, morning what did he to do? watch the ball drop. Oh, he was like drinking tequila shots on air and just like it was – it just was unwatchable on CNN mm-hmm. or maybe people stayed up to watch because it was so bad. It was good type thing. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe some of our listeners uh, enjoyed Anderson Cooper. I just thought it was awful. I do not watch television on new years. Mm-mm. I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah. It's, it is kind of Bush league. You're right. It's mm. kind of rookie rookie. I think if you're like watching that. television on new year's Eve, you deserve to be watching Anderson Cooper doing tequila shots. Right. That's uh, <laughs> I, I deserve my fate. Um, all right, so the new year has come and gone. We always do our resolutions um, on this show. Uh, I I generally say I want to do something like gamble more. Uh, I've I've we've, there's enough casinos around here that I've I, I don't need to gamble more. That that's for sure. So that's not one of my uh, one of my goals for this year. I don't have any real running goals. I don't know if you guys have running goals uh, other than. Uh, other than I want to hopefully stay healthy, and I've run every day this year, so I don't know. What a streak! I don't know <laughs> if that's going to keep up. Probably not, but um, but our buddy did come up with with things that uh, that that he said uh, that that I think are good resolutions. So um, one of them is go to the dentist regularly. That was one he and I talked about. Our buddy Carnahan. I know that's not a fun one. I think that's a good one for me. Why is that be, a resolution? I used to be every six months guy, and mm-hmm. for some reason, I've fallen off. I think because my dentist in Clarendon shut down or something like that. So I got. Why, why is it, why is going to the dentist regularly meaning once every six months? How is that a New Year's resolution? Yeah, I, I don't know. You, this you, is the you, same guy who says his pet peeve is cold. You do. <laughs> that's not a pet peeve. <laughs> you, hey, it's you, a, it's a, I thought it was a good a one. You annoyance. do your resolutions. I'll do mine. You know, come on. But this isn't even yours. Yeah, well, I, I'm going to glom onto that one. I think All that right. one was a good one. Um, I also uh, said, uh, I also thought about this show. Uh, I wanted to do at least 45 shows this year. 45 shows this year. 52 weeks of the year. I say we get seven weeks off. Uh, I thought 45 was a good round We've number. already cashed in one of them. I know. So we're down to six. We only get six weeks off for the rest of the year. Uh, so 45 This is shows. very European. What what's that? To have seven weeks off. Yeah, I know. So we only this is, get this is some this is one of the good things Tess brought back. This is my from gift Germany. to you. Yeah. yeah. So from uh, the motherland. Uh, so uh, forty five shows. Uh, I also want to um, be a little more organized around the house. So that's my. Uh, those are those are my. Uh, All right. So that's your wish. Do you have a plan to, <laughs> to no, accomplish I don't really that? No, that's not going to happen. Books. You know, I did books and gambling and stuff. I, you know what? That, that's no, not but I know. Really but if you want to be more organized around the house, that's a very ambitious goal. I got to put my stuff. You also that. have to have a plan in order to do that. In. Otherwise, yeah. you just will say that's what I hope. You to have do. to watch that new Netflix show that everyone's talking about. The, Somebody the told me about this. Up show. Yeah. yeah, that would like scare me into. Okay, you want it? Scare me into tidying up. Okay, I'll watch that and then that'll be. That's my. That's going to be my plan. Um, so those are my, uh, boring resolutions. Um, 45 shows was the biggest one I wanted to come up for something for the show. 45 shows this year. Uh, Tess, what do you got? I had one and then it already fell through. Oh no. (laughs) 
What was that? Um, I've been trying to run a half marathon every year for the last three years, and they keep either A, getting canceled, or B, me getting injured. And now we have a new category, which is C, your training partner gets injured, oh. which I know is not really an excuse. That shouldn't be yeah. an excuse. But we yeah. were going to do it together. It was a whole Doesn't thing. Matter. But it was also, you it's uh, I haven't signed up for the race yet officially, so I don't really want to throw down the cash and travel mm. without her i'd rather do something closer into town if i'm gonna do it hey rock and roll maybe yeah well All that right. might be a little close on the calendar oh yeah but it is much <laughs> that's a good point yeah yeah maybe we'll finally do one of those all right so half marathon was your goal and i'm gonna say it still is your goal all right so we're gonna hold you to that um doc's Resolutions. I have I have three resolutions and mm-hmm. they're all personal, so okay. I'm gonna keep them to myself. Okay, all right, that's exciting for the mm-hmm. audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if if you want to know Dox's resolutions, uh, come to the next happy hour. <laughs> Here's his arm. Let's 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 get it out of him because I'd like to know too. All right, let's bring it back to running. A couple running related stories here. Tess, you brought it to my attention that uh, the Atlantic Track Club or the uh, running uh, the organizers organizers of the Olympic trials marathon have come up with a course right yeah I think that so for those of you who haven't seen it it is a looped course so you run three loops of a six mile mm-hmm. course and then another eight and a half ish 8.2 mile loop um, with a thousand feet of elevation gain and so with this looped course allows for awesome spectator presence but I would hate to be one of these runners just running these laps around every single time. Speaking from experience, mm-hmm. that's what about what I did at Haynes Point was about eight loops, and it was <laughs> um, it wasn't ter- it wasn't terrible. But, but I, your scenery I, kept changing yeah, because I had you're, people you're jumping in, yeah. right? Yeah, and it was all about me. So mm-hmm. you know, had it been. You know, a race like the Olympic trials, uh, you know, maybe it would be different. But the the 2008 women's Olympic trials was in Boston, and they didn't run the Boston Marathon course. They actually did loops around. That's right. Mm. Uh, they finished on Boylston Street, but they, they did it several loops. They all always are trying to make it spectator-friendly. Yeah. Spectator-friendly, which it's, it's pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. um, so hopefully that'll help the coverage, because one of the things I hate about watching – these marathons is you'll get to see the top three people, right. but you can't see what's see going what's on going else on in the pack. In the, yeah. Who else is coming up? What's right. going on? So there's maybe, a lot of stuff going on there. Maybe yeah. it'll get a little better. Yeah. Um, our re- my resolution for 2020, because this will be about a year from now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is that this podcast will be there year at the Olympic, uh, the Olympic trials marathon. Uh, and I think we can make that happen. I'm pretty sure we can make that happen. I doubt it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's your 2020 resolution. Well, my 2020 resolution is to win the big game. <laughs> That's true. That's true. To win, uh, yeah, you do want to win uh, the presidential. I'm election. gonna, That's I'm true. gonna win the White House, guys. That's true. All right, uh, another uh, running uh, related story that I I saw that was of interest to me, uh, Sports Illustrated. I don't know if people still get their magazine or not. You know, when I was a kid, every year for Christmas, my grandparents gave me Sports Illustrated subscription. Do they really? I had tons and tons of Sports Illustrateds. And well, I think I I think I, I I would save them too, and and I'm just thinking I think that I gave them to some one of my mom's friends' mm-hmm. kids who who wanted them. Well, you don't still get Sports Illustrated. I I no, uh, okay. but we have a friend who who does get Sports Illustrated, and whenever there's a a cover that I might be interested in, they give it to me. 
All right. Well, then you, if you and have, I very much appreciate. If that. you haven't seen the, then if you haven't seen a recent one, then you won't have an advantage mm-hmm. on this question I'm about to ask you. No, you brought this up at the, at, at, and, and I don't know. Media. I haven't seen the story. All right. So the Sports Illustrated came out with his fittest 50 list, showcased mm-hmm. the strongest, fastest, and most impressive male and female athletes in the world, mm-hmm. bringing in experts. They brought in five experts, trainers, exercise uh, psychologists, and performance experts. To analyze their strength, agility, endurance, training regimens, various fitness factors, and they compared them to uh, you know peers into different um, athletic fields and endeavors. Mm-hmm. So twelve were running related. Mm-hmm. Can you name at least three? Yeah. Of those twelve, are are they Americans or just worldwide? Worldwide. worldwide. Okay, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo had to have been one of these people. Running. Runners. Runners. Yeah, like, I'm only, I know. I'm only going to let you ha- do the runners. Yes, but he I, was on the list. I, yes. I, I, there's no way Cristiano Ronaldo was not on the yep. list. Okay. Um, do I even know enough runners? You know what? It was, ha- it how was many tough Americans, for me. How many Americans It was there? tough for me. I, I'd say there's three or four The Americans. guy who does the marathon, that guy, he's on there. Kipchoge, you got yeah. it. Yep. Yeah, he's yep. got to be on yep. there. Yep, Kipchoge was on there. Three Americans? Three or four. Okay. Uh, I'm going to recuse myself. I have seen this list. Okay, so you've seen the list. So you, it's not really fair, but th- 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 you answer. But uh-huh. Docs is one third of the way there. Okay. Um, how many? You said there's three Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, are they distance runners? There or? are two distance runners that are Americans. Yes. Two distant, two American distance runners, and then the others are sprinters. Mm, yeah. Or. Uh, triathlons yeah oh is inga jorgensen on there you got it gwen, okay. gwen jorgensen oh yeah, yeah. who's yeah. inga jorgensen she yeah, was the sh- inga jorgensen was the was a teammate of ours in college docs <laughs> i i'm i'm actually really impressed that you know two of the two of those i i, uh, I, should, I should count this as a win i don't even need your third one <laughs> uh, that's pretty impressive okay well uh, the third one uh we've interviewed before Ooh, <clears throat> ooh. um but then there has to be somebody who's at the top of their game yep at the uh, running event is w- at the running event. Yes. I okay. Well, I have two guesses then mm-hmm. because I would say either Des Linden or Emma Coburn. Yeah, you got it. That's good. Emma Coburn was the answer. So Des Linden did not make the list. Yeah, I didn't think she would. I mean, I, I you know again, this is a she she t- drinks too much whiskey. Arbitrary <laughs> list. I don't know yeah. how they came up with. But that. I think I'm impressed you came up with three. I think Emma Coburn is actually pretty good. Just I mean, mm-hmm. just as a steeplechaser anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I think she's deserving and, of the list, and she has she's had very consistent uh, performances. So, yeah. all right. Well, we'll tweet out the list uh, from uh, Sports Illustrated. Actually, there's a Runners World link. We'll tweet out that uh, so you can see twelve of the runners who made the top fifty list. Playing guessing games with Farley's fun because he gives really uh, he gives clues that make it easy to yeah. To, I give you really yeah. um, <laughs> clues that that basically give you the answer. Yeah. Yeah. All right, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area D.C. locations. Pacers Running is for every run. I wanted to make mention that the runner ranking final results are out. That's also a... uh, Where did I fall? On on Run Washington. Check it out. Go go to Run Washington. You can check it out. That's a Pacers Running sponsored uh, list there on Run Washington. And Charlie's got his list up. The final results. See where you... uh, And it's... Everybody who ran a race in the, uh, if, as long as you ran enough qualifying races. Yeah, how many races there. did you need three to Three qualifying run. Exactly. in the spring, three qualifying in the fall, and you make the list. But if you didn't run all the qualifying races, you can still check your 
check your results, uh, you will be listed on the Run Washington Run Ranking uh, page. So check that out today. All right, Docs. <clears throat> oh, okay. everybody has been waiting for this. Mm. Um, we wanted to get a. Yeah, I, I mentioned earlier that the last time I saw you was uh, you were out on a run or finishing a run, had to walk home from a run, and then oh, you had to push your car out of uh, no, it's the because way. I, I had to walk home. That's how I knew that the uh, police were were uh, after my car. That's right. That's right. Uh, we talked about them. Uh, well, let's talk about the car. Real all right. Quick. Let's start start with the car. We want so, to get the car and the running update. So I did have to move the car. I pushed the car back into my driveway, mm-hmm. and then uh, I kept it there. It, my driveway is about 600 feet long, uh, and and because I had to push it, I just left it at the end of the driveway so that it was off the street and so my those, neighbors could those neighbors. pipe it. <laughs> right. And But then I went out and I bought a new car. And so when I bought the new car, I donated the old car to the Purple Heart. Mm-hmm. They took a week to get it, right? Now, this is a car that has been sitting on the curb in front of my house for good four tags, months. Good tags, good... Er- Everything's up everything to date. Everything's up to date, okay. Yeah. okay. Well, I mean, like, I do the two years, so I still had, like, Got it. 11 months left on the tags, and, and I paid up the county and everything like that. I kept I'll everything you, current. I'll tell you what's not on government shutdown is the ticketers out here <laughs> in Arlington, unfortunately. So, yeah. good that that's up to date. Okay. Well, they're generating revenue. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, I had the new car, so I wanted to put put the old car back on the street so I could drive up my driveway and, and, and get to the to the front. So I called Farley up and I asked him to help me push the car out. So so Everybody we did. Everybody knows that I run by his house. So I yeah, so by there. he yeah. came by on one of his runs and, and uh, we got the car back out on the street. And uh, I, th- I, don't, I think that night we, we put it out on the street and then that night I went to a hockey game and the next morning the uh, tow truck was coming to pick up my car. Now this is a car that has been out on the street for four months Nothing happened. I get back from the hockey game. Somebody swiped my car. You're kidding. Not, not stole. Like they they, right, they right, sideswiped right. my car. Somebody actually hit the car now that I'm giving it up for donation. You are kidding me. No. I joked, you know, one time that his car was. Yeah, because the tree fell. Tree. The tree it fell in my neighbor's like, car. Right, literally 500 feet from his car. For four was, months. For four months, wow. the car was out on the street. If somebody had hit it, I could have gotten the whole uh insurance check sure because the car would have been totaled this is what you wanted for the longest time (laughs) this is what i wanted and now you're kidding me wow and now that it happened it was too late it was too little too late well um it wasn't terrible uh but it would have been enough like they they damaged enough of the of the car that uh it would have been a the insurance would have said it's totaled wow uh (laughs) but because the guy from the tow truck was coming at six o'clock in the morning and i didn't see this until eleven thirty at night i was just like what are you gonna do i'm, I'm just gonna so, so you didn't call the police no hit and run well, i didn't no call nothing. the police they left a note oh. so these people these people left a note so the next morning well, that's nice they, of them. they came is. they yeah. picked up the car and then i called the people who who hit the car and i was like uh tell give me, me four hundred dollars we'll said, call it a day i said tell <laughs> me what happened tell me what happened because I was getting home so late, I was I was going to be annoyed if this was a distracted driver or a drunk driver sure. or something like that. She said it happened in, in the afternoon. So it actually happened before I left for the hockey game. I just didn't see it. And there was a bus coming down the other way on the street. And so she moved out of the way. And, and she thought she had my car cleared. And she just, just uh, smashed the front it. of it. Wow. Uh, she left a note. And so then I called 
I called Purple Heart and I and I was on the phone with him forever and I was explaining what was wrong and this and this and what are we going to do and you guys picked it up because he was coming and all this kind of stuff. Eventually they were like, you know what, we're, we're just going to take it as is, everything's good uh, because they're going to auction the car off. So then I called the, the people who hit me and I said, I have a solution. And they, they had told me the first time I talked to them, they were like, get an estimate, tell us how much it's going to fix. Uh, depending on how much it is, you know, maybe we pay, we'll just write you a check. If it's too much, then maybe we'll make an insurance claim, but we're not sure that we want to make an insurance claim if it's, if sure. it's small, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I called them back and I said, how do you, what do you think about this? Uh, I am donating the car to the Purple Heart. They're going to make less money in the auction now because the car is, is significantly damaged. Would you be willing to write a check to the Purple Heart and make a donation and then I'll sign whatever you want me to sign. And that's that. And what was the answer? Oh, she was very happy. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's good, man. Yeah. I, I like no, that. Everybody well wins done. there. I think oh, everybody good wins. Docs. Yeah. Good, that, no, that's very, very cool. Uh, so she wrote a check to the Purple Heart. They auctioned off your car. I don't know if any of that happened yet. <laughs> right, right. Well, <laughs> that's... That's what we years. agreed to. You did your part, man. That's what we That's agreed good. to, yeah. That's and so I don't have the car anymore. And you got a new uh, car. Yeah, and I, I have a new car. A Lamborghini. You know, it is cool. a, a Lamborghini. <laughs> the trunk space is, is minimal. <laughs> so Yeah, no, it's not a Lamborghini, but it's, uh, a, it's a, yeah. Go on my running route and you can see his car. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking <laughs> of running. That's weird. Uh, last time I, I saw you again, we pushed the car that was undented. Uh, uh, into the street. Yeah. And you said you had to walk home from a run. I, I had to walk home from a run. I have this calf problem, and I'm I'm not gonna lie. I had I ran today, and I had to stop today because my uh, calf was was it's killing the calf me. Calf heart attack. It's a, it's a, it's a it's a it's the calf heart attack ailment. is a calf heart attack's a real thing. That's a thing. Uh, yeah. I've, I've oh, had a couple a buddies thing, yeah. who've had it, and it's just a. It's debilitating the worst. It's the worst. Pain is it in your cramp calf. or is it it's something not different? even is it a clot? If it's a clot, you really should get that looked at. Uh, maybe it's like a clot. I don't know. It's I I don't think it's I I, I think it's for uh guy I think it's mostly is it like man males. flu. <laughs> it's kind for of your maybe, calves. Maybe maybe <laughs> it's that. it happens a lot with guys who ran high mileage in college uh and and then when they get older when, okay so when, it's when their man age flu gets, for middle-aged distance yes, runners. I like i don't that. know what man flu is so. you don't know what man flu is no and i don't know if i want to either you don't okay so just moving on from that i i did a run i was down in charlottesville last week and i went to formula fitness which is owned by jason and ann dunn is that their name right mm-hmm. and they have a uh a performance class or whatever where uh you run on these incredible treadmills and i did a 45 minute run on that treadmill no problem including wow. accelerations hills whatever and i felt great and i told them going into it they invited me down to to uh do a workout in the class and i was like well i got this injury i don't you know i don't know like and i and ann was teaching the class and i was like i if i bail i i might have to bail uh just you know i told him this somehow it, it i went the whole way and i was like oh this is great i feel great whatever so i ran today and and i was two miles into the run and my my calf went out so again. There, there's like, so, the? so formula complete fitness they've got a great treadmill studio in charlottesville mm-hmm. they've got the woodway treadmills that are 
unbelievable. The, the Woodway so treadmill is I think is that makes a money. huge, huge yeah. difference. And the calf heart attack is a real thing. Look, see, Tess, I, I mean, you, Google calf heart attack. I mean, it's a it's a real thing. Here's a runner's yeah. world story. It's on the there's internet, so it's true. <laughs> there's a Let's Run story about it. Yeah. Uh, but so you ran uh, or you did this this series of different uh, exercises, including a lot of running, and it was fine. No, no. The, the thing I did, the, the workout I did was – so they do different kinds of workouts. Right. They have workout benches there. But the, the class that I went to was just running. Wow. Mm. So it was, it was basically a hill workout on the treadmill. And you, you change your settings and everything. Like she tells you, okay, yep. uh, change your settings here. They also have uh, – um, like strength and agility uh, worked in where you go get on the treadmill and then you hop off and you go to the bench and you do different things. I didn't do one of those classes. Well, we'll have to get uh, Jason and Ann to, to talk about their uh, studio. Yeah. Uh, they'll be one of our, our, our guests for 2019. We got a lot of great guests here for 2019. I'm glad you did that class. So maybe it's you just great. need to do treadmill running. The class is great. <laughs> maybe yeah. that's what it is, man. Maybe. Uh, that's too bad that you went out today and it wasn't slipping on the ice or anything. No, it's a trail. Was, I uh, ran a WNOD. It's, the was trail clear. was great. Yeah. All right. Well, keep us up to date on your calf heart attack. If you have a calf heart attack, tweet us. Let us know what you've done for your calf heart attack. Uh, tweet us, of course, always at Pace the Nation. Uh, Tess, you're doing our social media on uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I saw you posted something today. We're back in the studio. We are back. Uh, we've got pictures, uh, new pictures coming out. Steve's going to take our pictures uh, at the end of this month. So a lot of, of, of new media coming out for uh, Pace the Nation. How exciting for uh, the listeners. We are back and better than ever. So uh, look forward to, to, to all that. All right, one final story I had. I uh, just wanted to mention former guest Sarah Brown is retired. She is a professional runner for New Balance. Uh, she is retiring, having their second kid. Uh, I think they're having another girl. Uh, she was a great guest. Her I think she husband. brought her first kid into studio, right? They did, and they told me. It, they, they showed me the ropes. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. before James was born. They brought mm-hmm. the, their kid in studio. Uh, so congratulations to Sarah for uh, a great career. She's retired. We've had a lot of babies in studio. We we have. Mm-hmm. have more my, than you would think. Maybe my, not a lot, but more than not, you would think. Mine not, mine not as recently. Uh, fortunately, uh, I've got James to came in when he was a baby. Yeah. Yep. Don't tell Julie. Farley, you never asked me what I did over the holiday break. Yes, I'm sorry. That was rude mm-hmm. of me. I know. <laughs> what did you, how was your holiday? I got caught up on the new DuckTales. <laughs> oh, no. It's good. Oh, they no. did. I, I was afraid that it wasn't going to be good, but it's good. They did it. They did very well. Well, I know our listeners are mm-hmm. thrilled to hear this. I, yeah. And they actually really are. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, I mean, nothing moves the if, needle on this show like DuckTales. If anybody's <laughs> been holding out on the new DuckTales, because you, you know that the one thing that bothered me at first a lot is I don't understand why cartoons have to be so uh, gray now. Mm-hmm. Like cartoons in the day were very colorful. Vibrant. And, and now they're all shades. I don't get it. I don't yeah. understand it. Kids, I don't get it. I, the kids must love it. I don't know. So that was your only complaint. The content of the DuckTales mm-hmm. was good. Though. But they did one. They even did one episode, and I don't want to spoil it, but they did one episode where they actually uh, like paid homage to the Gummy Bears. Hmm. Remember that cartoon? No. They no. came. They were like back-to-back. Those two shows were back-to-back. It was amazing. Well, bringing uh, up the gummy bears. I, I'm sure there's many of our listeners are are, are very much clued into what you're mm-hmm. saying. Tess and I are just blank. the gummy bears. The gummy bears episode was an A plus. Okay. I was laughing so much. Like the candy? No, the TV show, the cartoon, gummy bears. But is the cartoon like the candy? No. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm lost too. Yeah, I think that's a good question. 
he's offended by that's the only other context in which i've ever heard that word used (laughs) yeah all right so catch up on uh yeah so so if if you're into that sort of thing and i know our listeners are Mm -hmm. catch up on the new ducktales docs highly recommends it it's okay to it's okay to watch all right guys great show great to be back in studio with you guys and again listeners follow us on all our social media platforms it's pace the nation on facebook twitter instagram all that stuff uh, enjoyed your interaction while we were uh, on break, but we are back. 45 episodes or bust. Mm. All right, for Amy Docs and Test Strike, I'm Chris Farley. This is Space Nation. We'll see you next week. Did we want to mention the happy hour at all? Just thank everybody for coming out or something? I just want to give a quick thank you to everybody who came out to the happy hour. We had a great time uh, at the happy hour. I think that was on the day that we actually last recorded. It was the same day. We went to Blue Jacket. Um, All the hosts were there. Um, A ton of listeners. So if you guys showed up... uh, Thank you. And it was a great up, turnout. Yeah. If you didn't show up, uh, we'll see you at the next one. If you didn't show up, you're dead to us. Intern <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joanna, let's get on the next one. Oh, she already is. See, so you don't okay. follow so much on social media, but yeah. there, there's been a lot of discussion about what to do next. All right. Uh, yeah. And so she's already planning the next one. Awesome. Satya, we expect you to be there. Uh, how's how's Matthew doing? He's doing well. He's uh, I think right now he's at the University of Washington mm-hmm. uh, in Seattle helping out with yep. a volunteer coach, the same as Dave does for us, and runs with the athletes and has a good time, as well as uh, runs for the Change Track Clubs, the Bowerman Track Club, okay. which, which is, the, I don't know if it's a big official news. All right, well, we're, it's not official yet. Oh, uh, you're breaking right, so it here. <laughs> we're breaking it here. <laughs> We yeah, we uh, well, all right. So we will we'll edit that out. We'll edit that. He out. wanted yeah. jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he wanted jersey. I don't care. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. No, he didn't. He wanted play Nike one. He did. Yeah. It, oh man, we'd love to break. We'd love to break the news. <laughs> yeah, but, put it in there. But I think yeah. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> all right. All right. That's the point <laughs> right. of doing this. All right. Let's go. Spoiler. Let's go. Right. It's all right. happening. So, Just haven't right. made the official statement yet. So well. Uh,
right. Breaking so, the thing. I'm not yeah, kidding. Yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll break, break, break the news. They know here. I'm dumb already. I, I love that you can't see their faces <laughs> <laughs> because the so, two guys standing behind so you. We're eyes like We're on the rock. What else is more? Are not a, up more than, yeah. than, than that. So right. we'll, we'll break the news that Matthew is now running for the Bowerman Track Club. Yes. Okay. All right. That's, and uh, new and, teammates. And, and, and it's all good. In Seattle. And he's he's out there with Chris. Yes. And his old college coach. His old college coach. So he's running for Andy, right? No, he's running for the Bowerman Track Club. That's his coach. (laughs) Okay. Schumacher. Schumacher. Yeah, that's his. That's his coach. And Alberto blessed it, and we went on time for a little change for both uh, parties, and uh, still great friends and. Yeah, that's just time for a change. 